Hello, welcome to the Overflow Podcast. We have a teeny tiny little group to get started today. We've got Pastor Ryan. Hey, Sally, thank you for having me. I would like to say hello. Hello. <laughs> hey, Pastor Alex. I am the opposite of that energy <laughs> this morning. <laughs> that is a massive cup of coffee. Yeah. Cup of coffee. yeah my wife, uh, she, she looked at me this up. morning and she's like, you definitely need she knows. Yeah. Oh, she, yeah, she knows. The whammons always know. Um, well, guys, I want to talk about. Um, I want to talk about better promises. And so, just a heads up: this is this is our last episode before we take. We're going to take a two week break. We are. We sure are. Okay. We're going to take a two week break um, because we are gearing up for House of Miracles, which will take place this summer. We are going to talk way more in depth about that towards the end of this episode. We're going to talk about um, what we're doing this summer for our sermon series, which is House of Miracles, um, how some of the creative elements came together, some really cool things that are going to be done um, over the course of the summer. So, um, you know, uh, don't fast forward to that part of this episode if you're listening right now. <laughs> um, listen to this next part, because what we're going to do first is um, we're going to kind of wrap up this Better Promises. You taught mm. the the final lesson on that this past Sunday. You talked about how Jesus is our high priest. So we're going to unpack that a little more um, in depth. And again, I kind of mentioned this when I walked in the room this morning that like this, um, this series, but even particularly this last message about the high priest, it just, I just had so many questions. And so that's what I've loved about this series is that, um, and I hope that other people have found that too, that you've been listening, you've thought, well, why did this happen? And mm. that you've taken it upon yourself to Google it or go to the word, like, and just kind of figure some of these things out for yourself um, with the help of the Holy Spirit. And so that is really what's happened to me. So in the past, like 72 hours, like mm. the past three days, I've had something on, like in the background, listening to the Bible project. They had, they did a whole series. And I would, I would encourage people to go listen to that. They did a whole series yeah. on the Royal priest. And it mm. talks about from the beginning, from Adam and Eve, um, who were anyway, okay, I'm not going to get into that. Can we go to story time and then we'll get into better promises good because there's that. some cool stuff in that that i would like to say too oh yay well, i'm so excited yeah Soon. well let's start with uh story time does anyone have a story yeah i'll go so we we did um end i guess technically we logan's gonna finish it next next week yeah we're, and we're gonna wrap it up a little bit this weekend as we do it um the podcast style live uh-huh. and if you're listening to this and go to our church we're gonna do this live on sunday that's right um oh i'm sorry yeah you didn't totally wrap it up we are wrapping it up as mm-hmm. the overflow live on oh sunday. i'm sorry that's what you meant i'm following way. i'm following no, i messed up but here's what we did we were like you know this is the be- one of the best mornings in this series to do communion with our church yep. and uh we wanted to make a point to do that just because we see even in the new testament it says that when Jesus broke bread with his disciples for the last supper, this is the new covenant, which mm-hmm. is given to my blood. So we wanted to make a point on a Sunday to do that with our church. Yeah. And, you know, I thought it was, um, I thought it was great. We had a lot of good feedback. I know we were just talking mm-hmm. about that. A lot of good feedback from our church that we normally do it during a night of worship and, um, make it super intimate with, mm-hmm. with the people that come for a night of worship type atmosphere. But also, you know, we miss a lot. Mm-hmm. We miss a lot of people when we do it that way. And so we wanted to bring it on a Sunday and really teach what it was about mm-hmm. briefly tagged on to the, back half of the high priest yeah. message and it was just special you know yeah. we tried to tried to i don't want to ru- like rush it but we did want to kind of speed it up a little bit and briefly briefly touch on it but what i think we do though is and we get some things confused when we talk about old covenant new covenant and yes the old covenant was more about tradition and rules um but that is not that is not talking about the Lord's Supper. Mm-hmm. That's not a traditional thing. That's mm-hmm. something that the Bible tells us to constantly take part of mm-hmm. as the body of Christ, to remember Christ, but also mm-hmm. bring us together in unity as his body. So that's why it was special for that us to do so that. That is so good. And the, the reason that it is important, because um, the fulfillment of the the new covenant, uh, or the you know the Jesus being the fulfillment of like all of the old covenant, it marries really the tradition, but the heart with it too. So we can easily make communion just a traditional thing that we do. Mm. We take this and it's not connected to our head or our heart. Um, And so that's the point. And so that we now do this as an act of remembrance, but it should cause a time of reflection, repentance. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it should be a sacred thing, not just an act where we Eat yeah. bread, drink the wine, blah blah, or grape juice. Yeah, know, the Welch's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, com- so, yeah. Communion is a is a very serious thing. Yeah, I mean, I I used to be that way. You know, it's like a traditional thing. You didn't see the 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 true significance of it. 
Um, and at some point in our Christian lives, when the Lord just allows us to see mm-hmm. how profound and beautiful it is to take communion, mm-hmm. um, you know, even even sometimes it goes over our heads when you talk about the bread and it's representative of his body breaking. Mm-hmm. At some point, if you can just um, meditate and eat on that, mm-hmm. it, something's going to click in your mind like, holy cow. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this is, Well, then this it is... relates to him being the bread of life. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we do it a little bit differently where ours is already broken apart and it's in, yeah. in but they... I, Passed it around and each yeah. tore it. No, that's one of the things. That, so one of the things, like I, I've done it several times yeah. um, with with our band in tech uh, at different occasions. But like I do like that representation as yes. well as the tearing mm-hmm. of the bread. And sometimes just to make it simplify to simplify it, sometimes instead of like passing it around, I'll just like you know grab a bigger cracker and I say, Hey, can y'all break it in half? Mm-hmm to symbolize his body breaking yeah. for us, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, and then on top of like just all that goodness, when you get into the word and the different instances of communion, uh, especially how like Paul describes it, there's some very serious things that goes with the power yes. of consuming, you know? Mm-hmm. And also, not to get in a weird spot, but it's, it's the Bible, right? The, I don't want to call it a curse, but mm-hmm. like, when you take it and you're not in right standing yeah. and stuff, like it actually can bring death uh-huh. to your body. Mm-hmm. This is like some very serious things. That's and you're we like, saw in Judas. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, and you're like, no that. way, you know? And like, yeah, it, it's in the Bible. So. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so no, it is, and so it, it's good. I like the um, so I usually like to be close to even Brandon because again, practically when you're taking a moment to pause, to reflect on what Jesus has done for you, this should be a moment of realigning. Like, Absolutely. Uh, you know, the repentance thing is, I'm sorry for the ways that I stepped out of my calling as a son or daughter of yours. Can you realign me to what your intention was for my life, what your intention mm. is for my marriage? It it should be a humbling experience and bring us back into, I you know, I keep thinking a lot about what you talked about last week, that, that revelation of, What's the difference between Adam and Eve and Solomon? One person asked for wisdom. Mm. Other people Took said, it. "I want this is yeah. this is Took it me. into their own hands." Exactly, yeah. and so that so really, and we you know we kind of spiraled into this conversation about wisdom. So the beginning of wisdom is fear of the Lord, yep. which is I'm coming in uh, fearfully in a, in a it's a respect mm-hmm. and an understanding that you are the creator. This is how how you said life should be. Bring me back into alignment yeah. with what that is in my life and how I'm parenting and my marriage. So yeah. you see where we could easily eat and drink. It really is an opportunity. And nope. I, that's why I love that you paused for that. You were like, sit, rest, that we nope. do sit and we do rest. In that, work is still being done. The Holy Spirit yeah. actually has space to move and bring us back into alignment with his intended purpose yeah. for us. Going into, just to go a little deeper, fear of the Lord, mm-hmm. like, it's just to say it in, a, in a different way, it, it's a great question to ask people all the mm-hmm. time because why would we want to do anything in our lives without uh, the Lord's like approval yeah. or you know blessing, stamp yeah. or His blessing? Yeah. Yes. The fear of the Lord is when you want to do things on your own terms and mm-hmm. your own understanding without God. Mm-hmm. And how how can we possibly even try to think that we can? Yeah, you know. And so you oh, you see what I'm saying. So if you want to see, yeah, if yeah. you want to see destruction, if you want to see evil fear, well, try doing things on your in your own strength. Try yes. doing things, you know, um, and, and watch it burn out. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But if you really want to burn for Jesus, the fear of the Lord is the healthiest things because it's, I don't want to do anything mm-hmm. without you. Yes, you are the one leading every step. You know. Uh, that's um, so good because that's submission. It, yeah, it's submission. Oh, yeah. And it, this is what to me blows my mind about the Bible. So you're talking about this, you know, mm-hmm. be uh, first of all, just the occurrence of it happening so long ago and then being recorded. It it is the same story over and mm-hmm. over and over again. That is, we we're deceived. We're yeah. deceived into thinking, did God really say, or does God really know best? Mm-hmm. That and so you're that that's where fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom because you are coming into the agreement with 
yes, because he's the creator, because he says, this is how I created things to work and flow. But we step out of that by being deceived by thinking you know, he doesn't really here, know best. Here's another perspective. Um, you know, the Bible calls the Lord wisdom, like yes. he is wisdom. Yes. So in other words, you can say that um, if you don't have the Lord, you're not a wise person. You're knowledgeable. You can maybe have wise quotes, mm-hmm. but you're not quote unquote wise. Right. Now, fear of the Lord is beginning of all wisdom. You, you cannot fear the Lord if you don't have the Lord in you. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. you, you just, I mean, I'm, I know we're just kind of making pretty obvious statements here, but like, I, I really just want to think and think and ponder. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom. If you do not have the Lord, you have no wisdom. Mm-hmm. There's no fear. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, when you have the Lord in you, you there's, a, there's a supernatural gift that goes upon you where the wisdom of the Lord just starts to really... Yeah. Well, and here's what happened. We were talking about this the other day, and for some reason, the other day, I don't know why Colossians 1 came up when we were talking about this, and it's exactly what you're saying. So Paul says that we are asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom. Mm -hmm. So to to have wisdom is to know his will, Mm -hmm. and what that does, it says knowledge of his will in all wisdom and, and spiritual understanding. So when you know his will, he puts wisdom within you mm. and also spiritual understanding. Why? So you may walk worthy of the Lord, pleasing him, bearing fruit in every good work and growing in the knowledge of God. Mm-hmm. It's all synonymous. It all works together. It does you know? all work together. because, And I it, it should all work together. I think we can get to a place where we separate them. So there, I think the reason that it's so explicit and that these things work together is because we see it all the time. And it's okay. It's where people are in their process. Um, sometimes, but that they ha- they can have knowledge of the will of God, which is to live in a manner worthy of your calling, mm. that you know that Jesus died for you, you know that there is a process of sanctification, that you should be um, fostering a relationship that is disciplined, that gets close to the heart of God so that it spills out into your life. Like this wow. is what it is. Yeah. So there are mm. people who have knowledge of the saving work of Jesus, but has it been married with wisdom to actually take next steps that it right. wasn't, I just got saved mm-hmm. and I can't wait to get to heaven, but I'm going to live life the way that I want to until I get there. Yeah. It's, it, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so yeah. Yeah. to experience the fullness of life. Which is to, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. we have to understand, and we kind of, I kind of went in this on Sunday talking about just knowing the Bible and mm-hmm. being serious about the word of God. Mm-hmm. Walking worthy of the Lord is pleasing Him and bearing fruit in His name. Yeah. And we should be like grateful that we have the opportunity to do that. But we have to have be wise enough to understand. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like when we begins, lack wisdom. And it ahead. begins with fear of the Lord. So yeah, that, exactly. That, that's yeah, that's what I was going with. Oh, man. It, it's just such a funny thing. And again, we see that because I, you even said something in your message last Sunday. You said, um, and people say it all the time, it, it is a part of our language that um, your life is meant to glorify God. And I felt in me like, what is the person sitting there thinking that's like, but why? Like, I don't want to just glorify the Lord. I want to do what I want to do. And Mm -hmm. it's not hurting anybody or anything like that. Like, why would I want to live my life to glorify the Lord? And that's where, if that is a question in your heart, Mm. it really should go back. It it can easily, um, if if you want to change that mentality, it starts with asking God, and that in and of itself is fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. That is a respect of I'm asking the creator of the universe, show me why I should care about glorifying your name with my life. Mm-hmm. I, you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. It, it can be that simple. Oh, I mean, a, these are real real battles, especially yeah. when, especially when, A, some, some people never grew up in a Christian household or religious yeah. whatever household. And so that spirituality part is kind of like put to the side, like, why do I need that? You yes. know? Um, and then you also have the other half of people who did grow up in that sense uh-huh. and they didn't really see it like healthy fruit perhaps. Yes. And so they grew up thinking, well, I never saw a good example that, you know, thinking that should be a good example. And so you kind of just run away from that. Yeah. Like I can do better without that. I, I mean, I, I say that, I think that question even rose up in me because that's how I used to think about things. And when I would hear, I wanted all the benefits of a like a right relationship with God or like mm-hmm. a, um, I, wa- I did want the blessings, but when people would talk, like when preachers or, you know, whatever would talk about, you know, living your life to glorify God, I didn't, I didn't understand that. No. I didn't, mm. I, 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 yeah, it was almost yeah. like a not, I just couldn't understand what they were even talking about. And mm-hmm. so, um, 
I, you know, the way that my relationship has grown in the past several years, it's just, you know, I, I can't say it enough. And it's funny because we've talked about these, co- these coined phrases that we mm-hmm. have, but coming into, I've come into an understanding that his way is better. Mm-hmm. His way does keep me from that. That is the, if, if I, we could sum up and I don't want to do this before Sunday, cause we're going to talk a little bit about this, but I could sum up like better promises or whatever. It is the fact that, you know, in the old covenant, they were working for salvation. They were working for Mm -hmm. freedom of penalty from their sin. And then I I get, I I don't even know about like future inheritance, like all that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't even know, you know, my biblical knowledge is not up to where it should be, but I don't even know about that. But they were really just working to get forgiven for whatever sin they had just committed. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of work. That's a lot of sacrificing. And like, I wouldn't even know how to sacrifice an animal. You know, like, <laughs> I even go about doing that. Like, that just sounds... Uh, well, ex- there was, there's a certain way they exactly. had to, you and know? So it's exhausting. Yeah. And so to yeah. sum up everything that we've learned is that that we're, first of all, free from that because of what Jesus has done for us. Oh my gosh, I just lost my train of thought. No, I forgot where I was going. You're good. I forgot where I was going. But anyway, I'll probably come back to me later. But well, I think, you know, in all this too is what we what we're talking about. It is a revelation from yeah. the Lord. It's yes. not like you can just snap your fingers and have a fear of the Lord or or grow in wisdom. It takes time and it takes God slowly through we're gonna talk about this mm-hmm. through the process of sanctification, revealing himself to you. So if you are thinking gosh, right now, like if you're thinking right now, like you just said, yes. some like when we talk about you know, everything we do should be for, for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why, why, yeah. why should yeah. he get all the glory? Yeah. Which listen is understandable. Mm-hmm. Cause even in my mind, it's like, I still have to tell myself because, you know, mm-hmm. he, he rescued you from the dominion of darkness and transferred you into the kingdom of the son he loves. Yeah. That's why. But my point is that slowly becomes revealed to you on a mm-hmm. deeper level. Mm-hmm. And instead of the question of why it's more of an understanding of man, that amount of love you know, should be, should, in my mind, we should gratify him because of the amount of love that he has poured out for I us. I love that you're, so even just a practical standpoint, I love what you're saying, Ryan, because this is a good reminder for all of us. And I heard um, Matt Chandler, he was talking about this in terms of like de- like deconstruction in the church right now. And, mm-hmm. you know, people essentially, they think they're deconstructing, but they're, they're really just walking away from God. Mm. And so he was trying to differentiate between like, okay, sure, if you've been raised in a, in a place that was super legalistic or um, just had bad theology or mm-hmm. th- didn't live out what they were teaching, there was like this disconnect. There are things like that that you can process through. Yep. But it's not about walking away from God. And he said, he because um, a lot of people will walk away because of an experience they've had with mm. a pastor or a leader. They'll totally walk away from the church. They'll mm-hmm. walk away from God. And what he's saying is almost like that's ludicrous the church is the only institution that still stands that is okay with and advocates for people who are still in process. Mm-hmm. Like to grow. some people haven't gotten there yet. They don't mm-hmm. understand certain things yet, you know? And so again, just for the sake of people yeah. listening, there's a place to say this was, the, you know, this what this leader did was bad. Like the, this mm-hmm. was not good. This was not representative of Christ, but not throwing everything away because this is the one place that understands that. And I think that, you know, this is important for, uh, for I guess, um, maybe people who feel like they're either, I don't want to say further along, a little deeper in their relationship with Jesus. Yep. They just understand things. Is understanding you literally only have that knowledge because God has given it to you. Well, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. That's what this verse is saying. Exactly. That you would grow in spiritual understanding. Yeah. You know, it is a process. It is. We have to take our time with that. We Everything in life is a process. Uh-huh. Learning how to play instruments. Yep. Amen. Losing weight. I'm in that process uh-huh. right now. It's terrible, but... It's a process. You know, everything you do, playing a sport or whatever, it's all a process. Absolutely. Our spiritual life is the same way. And that's what Paul is saying. Basically, hang in there. And it even says, God will give you the strength to persevere with all endurance and patience with joy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that and, the problem, there the, and then bear with one another. I yeah. love I oh, yeah. of this. Bear with one another because some people mm. are not going to think the same things about Jesus that you think right now. And that is okay. It, by God's grace, hopefully we will grow and they will grow in a mm-hmm. deeper understanding. And mentalities that they had a year ago, they, I, I'm telling you, this is my story. This mm-hmm. is my process. Things, and I'm not going to share them on the podcast, but even as recent as like a year and a half to two years ago, mm-hmm. there were some things that if I had said, you'd probably been like, oh, <laughs> she's in trouble. Yeah. By the grace of God, my mind has been changed, but that's been a process. Revelation. And it's been 
uh, prayer by my husband, I know that for sure. There were things I was thinking, and I will say this, um, and it takes me back to whenever we talked about marriage and wherever it was, I don't know, first, second Corinthians, where it's talking about um, washing husbands, um, like love your wives and like something with their minds by washing them with the word. Oh, mm-hmm. My husband. That's has, in, yes, Ephesians 5. Ephes- yeah. Is that Ephesians? Yeah, Ephesians 5. So yeah. that is where. That's where I see that my husband, like when I had these different thoughts and I had questions, I really Mm. was like, why would God do this? Or why would blah, blah, blah. He would gently like just remind me of scripture Mm. and not in like a, you know, over the head, like beat me over the head type of way or not like a waterboarding with scripture, you know, like (laughs) gently wash it, like just say, well, here's what I think. But he also, I know that he prayed for me. Yeah. And so he allowed me to go through this process with God. And now the things that I literally said, Two years ago about God, I, first of all, have repented for because it was, again, I think creating a false God in my Mm. mind on what I wanted, Mm. repented for those things, but also just my mind has been totally renewed and I see his goodness Mm. in an area where I thought he would be mean to do that. But now I see his goodness. And and so anyway, we have to be patient with people. But that's super important for people to hear too. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's a testimony, you know, and there's a lot of people who who are fed false information, false doctrine, yeah. and like you mentioned, they either leave the church or they're in. They don't realize that that's not truth, exactly. and so they take that, and that's their that's what they feel God is, or that's yeah. their that's their that's their faith is in something wrong. Right. I even saw this guy. I don't know if y'all saw this on uh, Twitter because I'm not on the fancy stuff, <laughs> but someone put this thing, and it was this pastor going in on anybody who is a Democrat. And listen, I don't care what your political stance is. It has nothing to do with Jesus. But I'm not saying the values of those things aren't Mm -hmm. important, but you see my point. Uh, Yeah. He literally called, and I can say this on podcast. This is my one place to say this. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little more loose here. (laughs) Yeah. But he, I mean, he was, I mean, derogatory things like saying, get out of here. Like y'all are, I mean, Satan has, has done this to you, done this to you. And so I saw this guy, list off these things and he was like this is the this is the problem with the church this is a problem with the pastor and he's creating this false idea of what the church is because this is the video that's publicized you see this dude going hard for a political reason you know so i think to jump on that too it it's there's a deception of um that's a distraction as well. Yeah. I was about to say that, and that's from yes. Satan, you know, you know because, I mean? you know, I know we can speak with confidence, you know, that we, you know, if you talk about politics, yeah, there's probably one side we probably mm-hmm. lean more towards like, mm-hmm. okay, uh, regardless, it, like our heart has always been point to Jesus, aim at Jesus, mm-hmm. go to his word. That, that's my point. Because yeah. through process, like you kept, mm-hmm. uh, you kept uh, nailing this, Sally, and this is what I love is to meet people where they are yes. in hope, meaning true hope, that at some point their eyes would be revealed, that their ways would mm-hmm. be every good fruit that the Holy Spirit gives to us. Um, and not being legalistic or religious or prideful or self-righteous to think that because you're not at point whatever, that it's not worth, we should just condemn you. And it's like, no, like... Yeah. You know, I you know, yeah. I love that your husband was patient mm-hmm. with you. Like this is a real mm-hmm. thing for a lot of people. Um and and uh yeah, you know, I don't want to go to what we're going to talk about on Sunday cuz yeah, I yeah, have, yeah. like have the itch to talk about it now, yeah. but regardless, yeah, I'll hold it. Sorry y'all, I'll be here Sunday. Um <laughs> but for real like the patience of process not to give anybody anxiety, but process never ends. Like what, as one process yes. is finishing, there's another one that's going to start like in yes. seasons, you know, you, and you think, you know, from child to young adult mm-hmm. to adult to then you start growing to an older adult, yeah. you know, um, all these stages of life, the Lord wants to continue to demonstrate and show us a different part of his mm-hmm. character, a different part of his nature through all these mm-hmm. seasons. And it's not to have anxiety, it's to continue to have trust. Yeah. That he that he will be glorified in every day of our lives, every aspect of our That's lives, so and so you know, I, I just think for for sure for a lot of us, um, please be patient for people that may mm-hmm. think differently because the truth is mm-hmm. like, um, God is so rich in 
his character, his diversity. Mm -hmm. uh, he's true to himself. But what I mean by diversity is when you look all over the world, look how beautiful and different everybody mm -hmm. is. And it all glorifies the Lord. Yeah. You know, there's all kinds of different forms of worship. And um, as far as like the sound, the, the way yeah. people look and they talk and it all glorifies mm -hmm. the Lord. He's the one that created these yeah. things, you know. And so we need to step back and not act like we're the gatekeepers uh, yeah like yeah. No, no no we're just we're just part of his kingdom mm -hmm. right so and good. he's given us all a mind in a different way to discern who he is if it's all biblical and let me say this because anytime you bring up politics alarm bells go off uh -huh. in people's heads so don't put me on a viral tweet <laughs> by <laughs> taking what i said that. wrong what i was saying with like i don't i don't care what your political party is i'm saying from from a position of a of a pastor on stage yeah that is i i'll promise you this i will never stand up on our stage and ever say anything about that because there's i have 30 minutes or 40 minutes depending on how red i get how red minutes i get mm -hmm. to preach the word of god mm -hmm. and that is not a time where i need to tell you what you who you need to vote for i want to share the gospel and allow through wisdom like mm -hmm. you're talking about and allow god to change your heart and you pray who you should vote for. Well, that was yeah, my point. Yeah, kind of goes. Yeah, go ahead. Well, it kind of goes back to even what you were talking about. Um, you know, not making also a religious tradition out of how you spend time in the word because mm -hmm. that's, you know, we can very easily do that too, but you just pointed out and not making it a religious thing to like well, I'm not going to watch a TV show or anything like that. But through no, the, yeah, not the point. Not right. the point. Yeah. Through the discipline of learning, through the discipline, but also the actual active rest mm. of being in the word, of worshiping or whatever, that's where you gain wisdom about who God is. Mm. And you will be able to filter your life views on that as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't need to come from you. That should be a personal mm. thing that because you are getting to know the Lord, yes. if you're and and it it just reminds me of kind of that same thing and not in like a I don't mean it in a snarky, sassy way, but like when you are going to make your political decisions or, you know, su support whatever you want to do, have you spent more time researching a candidate or whatever than you have the in the word? Yeah. Like, mm. have, have you actually, have you prayed? Like mm -hmm. that, that's a real question because we'll say it a lot for people. I'm, I, you know, and people will say it sassy on social media when they're in their political fights. Oh, I'm going to pray for you. Um, did you? Yeah, and did get you off, really? And get did off you Twitter. Just, you know, Stop. Yeah. what is that? So anyway, it, it, it shouldn't have to. What do you think that does? You saying this is who you should vote for might as well be the old covenant. It, this is, Ooh, here's just yeah. a law. No. No. Get to know the heart of God. And you no. do that through his word, through worship, through prayer. No. The and, heart of God yeah. will lead you in the right direction. As always. That's what I'm trying to say. Every time. That's where our heart is at. Yes. Yeah. And know? it's not for someone to use a spiritual stage mm -hmm. to voice that in a negative yeah. way towards anybody that, that anyway that was my point on that that's a great point because we could literally have this conversation about mm. any other thing it, it applies to politics it applies to whatever your worldviews are however you view you know things that are societal things societal change like whatever is happening this would be the same conversation you need to get to know the heart of God right not create a false idol of him in your mind of what you think that he thinks actually get in the word and figure out what he thinks about yes things. and what we will stand up for is what we read through scripture yes. so all these hot topics that are out in society yeah. I can assure you at least here we'll look to the word of God Absolutely. and we'll be boldly proclaiming the mm -hmm. truth to those things for what we believe exactly so. that's so good wow ain't Political? Where did we go? I don't know. This is what happens here. It's Man. Happens here. Where are we at on time? Does anybody know? I, I don't know. Not keeping track. Okay, um, but to either. go back to your, because we, I did talk about a little bit, the Bible stuff, I mean, the Bible stuff, the Bible like the, stuff. your point of the Bible yeah. that you just made in, in on Sunday. And I'm telling you, all that came from me being convicted from what we, we, mm -hmm. we heard a couple weeks ago. And so, yeah, talking about the shows thing, no shows aren't bad. Now, yeah. can they poison your mind? Yes, and there's a lot of things in society can, mm -hmm. but that's that wasn't my point either. It was more of like you just mentioned. If that's the only place that we go to for rest or if we neglect spending time with God to do that, that's where it starts to become an idol in your Absolutely. life too. Absolutely. We are promised, come to me, all who are weary, I will give you rest. That's an actual promise of Scripture. Yeah. And so we, we and then I've said this the last three weeks, I'm sorry I sound like a broken record. There is... Uh, probably deception um, involved in this, either a lie from the enemy, just something that we have come to believe that any time spent with the Lord is work, that he's going to tell me mm. what's wrong with me, that I'm going to have to fix myself, that I'm going to have to walk away from something. So there's something that happens in our mind where we actually feel like coming to the Lord is more work than rest. Mm. We have to address that because that's 
that's not the promise. We've, we're told mm. the truth, which is that if we are wearied, if we are burdened, that he is our place of rest. So how do we get, how do we think? We've told ourselves that no, true rest is sitting on my couch and binge watching this. I'm talking to myself as well, because I mean, I could have easily said everywhere that you said, like, this <laughs> is how we relax. We find a show that we want to watch eight seasons of, and that becomes our nightly routine for, you know, four weeks. Yeah. And we feel like we've rested. But have we really, have we gained anything? Have we gained more wisdom on how to be better parents? Have we gained, you know, a healthy conviction and repentance and confession for a husband and wife? You know, well, like, yeah. have we? No, we well, probably avoided well, a lot of well, stuff. Besides, though, I would even go deeper than that. Some, sometimes there is avoidance. Uh-huh. But sometimes we're just too caught up yes. that we there's no time yes. for the good things. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like... um because that happens to a lot of us like avoiding that's actually pretty that's pretty bad like yeah. when you're avoiding you're intentionally mm-hmm. you know putting something away yeah. yeah but for most of us that I feel that are listening it's not about a I don't think that y'all you guys are avoiding yeah. I think for a lot of us we're just so into things of this world yeah. you know um oh, which, yeah, that's a great point and the verse that kind of came to mind was um First Corinthians six, uh, sorry, uh, twelve, and you, you were talking about this a little bit, but um, this is Paul. You say I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. And even though I am allowed to do anything, I must not become a slave to anything. Mm-hmm. You know. Now there's a ton of different um, versions of this text that, but I, I like how this put it in and these are the things that we we have to ask the holy spirit what do you want me to do yet again we said this podcast is ago uh-huh. about what are the boundaries you want for me yes. in my life yes you know because am i allowed to watch a certain show or am i allowed to you know does it affect me does it trigger me like only mm-hmm. you know like yes you see this in in um in a, somebody who's been addicted to mm-hmm. um anything mm-hmm. All right, let's just anything, but then when it comes to alcohol, they know because they have an addictive nature, I won't touch that. Exactly. My addictive nature wasn't alcohol, but because I, you know, I do have that in me, I'm not going to touch something mm-hmm. that could become, uh-huh. right. you know. And so, um, these are these are real things. Um, one thing that we heard uh, a couple of weeks ago as well that man, it just it stuck so profound in me, and this came out of the Welch revival. Mm-hmm. Go call it. Um, <laughs> One of the pastors, one of the things that he said was very similar to this text was put anything down that's doubtful. Mm. And this is this is a wild thing. I had a I had a conversation with MJ mm-hmm. Sunday. Yeah. And he was talking about secular music. And he's like, mm-hmm. and then he asked me a question. He's like, is it bad to cuss? Like, you know, this is these are real questions, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, because side note, like I sometimes slip up too, like yeah. <laughs> just being transparent, you know, we're, we're human oh, beings yeah. and oh, yeah. so does my kid. Continue <laughs> continuing to be sanctified. It's a joke uh. that we had a pre-podcast. I just have to clarify too. Yeah. Uh yeah, thanks to Space Jam too. Either yeah. way, regardless. Um, regardless, so you know, I, I told them like I said, man, if you are uh, struggling or trying to battle that thought more than just the initial thought, then yeah. you have huge, yeah. you have done uh, distort uh, filtered it through a human lens yeah. and not through the spirit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. So yet, yet again, that's why you have to say, "All right, Lord, let me just submit and not try to um, like what do you call that? Just wrestle with it in my mind and to try yeah. to justify it to make it good and yeah. not sinful, like." If you have any doubts, yes, uh-huh. that's your answer. That's your answer. So I think this is the same one, the same message you're, that you're referring to, and what really hammered that point home to me was that the one we talked about in First Timothy. Yeah. Okay. So, and I told you this when we were cuddling in bed. Also a joke. Uh, but, oh my gosh, I <laughs> but I was like, my mind went to, is it really that serious? Now this was yeah. talking about character, and again, this was something for pastors, but this is for everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let, let's just be honest. We are, if we're a Christ follower, we're set apart from the yeah. rest of the world. So they were talking about. Basically, you know, don't lose your witness or whatever, but your character means a lot when you're sharing the word of God with people. And that, again, is for everybody. Um, so I was just like, is it that serious that like I can't watch a show? Now, the pastor was referring to Sons of Anarchy. And he's mm-hmm. like, I had to cut it off mm-hmm. because I realized, kind of like you're saying, like, no, it's not good, but it's also not good for me. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. bad, but it's not good for me. So yeah. 
I'll just remove this from my life. And I was like, come on, man. Like, it but ain't there, that yeah. serious. Yeah, yeah. But here's what really hammered it home to me. I thought about it. I said, who was writing that passage? Mm-hmm. And he put up a picture of Paul mm-hmm. in the place where he was when he was writing about how important it is to have a, a, a standard, a godly mm-hmm. standard. And he was in prison in a dungeon, locked to a wall, writing these things. And I'm yep. like, it before, is that before serious. Before he was killed. Yeah. yeah, and then he was killed, right? Yeah. So I'm like, it is that serious to remove all forms of sin. We talked about this a long time too, because that's the doorway for Satan to mm-hmm. get in and make it worse than just watching mm-hmm. a TV show or as you referred mm-hmm. to, having a drink of alcohol. If you've had issues with that, then it leads to other things. You so, know, it's a it's a real thing and an important thing. It is. On top of that, I'm not going to say, but, but it, it, in conjunction mm-hmm. with that, it is a process. So Mm -hmm. there's somebody listening Mm -hmm. right now and they're going to take what you're saying as law or, okay, now, so now I have to get rid of everything without going through a process of realizing, because a lot of times we have to come to a, a, that's a process for you. And it happened to you in that moment. Yeah, yeah. And so for some people, they might hear that right now and be like, oh, like that's a freedom thing for them. Yes, this is what I need to get out of my life. But if you don't feel that right now Mm. or understand that yet, I still just don't, this is what the enemy does. He twists it. And then it turns into, well, Ryan said this. And so now this is law. This mm. is rule. It still has to be filtered through the spirit. And yes. so I'm not, that's not also giving you a reason to go, go watch do whatever it. you want to watch. It's just a thing to say, okay, now you take this. And this is, this is important for everyone that you listen to, whatever pastor podcast sermon that you're listening to, you take what they say you have, this is the better promise. You have the Holy Spirit now. You can filter for your life. Mm. What are the boundaries for my life? And that's what, that's what, I, that's what that, exactly. read that, do you mind reading that exactly. verse again? Because yeah. it says it best. Yes. Like, yeah, you say, I am allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. Exactly. Right. Yes. So even in my mind, like some things that Sally might be good for you mm-hmm. and that's okay in your life is not okay in my mm-hmm. life. So that's, and that's what you're saying. That's when you, you hear a word, mm-hmm. then you say, now, Lord, do what you please with that word mm-hmm. and, and enlighten me yeah. to what that means for me. Absolutely. You know, and that, that's, Absolutely. Because you, you're right. You can't, you can't walk around and just take every little thing yeah. out of your life. Yeah. That's not the point of this. Um, the point is seeking the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and but through that, the practice you know, of saint- but that's sanctification. That's also very dangerous, though. Like if, if you um, cut dry mm-hmm. and you, right. and then on top of it, you don't replace it with like the oil of the Holy Spirit, uh-huh. like it's not going to be a healthy place mm-hmm. because it you're still not putting the right person mm. in place. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So you've now followed well, a, it, 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 it's, it's a law. You followed a law. You followed a ritual. Like and that you've so, just done something like that. And, yeah. and you'll, unfortunately, you'll go back. Bro, I feel like that was even mentioned with the sinkhole thing. Mm-hmm. Think about a sinkhole. I don't know what it's okay. Like. That's well perfect. Ryan's gonna explain. I'm gonna oh, explain it. it. So basically, under the earth, there's actual rivers, right? And so when let's say it, it doesn't uh, rain for a while in that certain spot, mm-hmm. well, the water that's under the earth because it seeps through the mm-hmm. earth and fills that 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 river, it'll dry. And so there's a gap now that the water was filling. Mm-hmm. Now the water's down, so there's just an open airspace between yeah. two two pieces mm-hmm. of earth, a sinkhole, right? So yeah. what the, yep. what you're saying is like. The point is, if if you take something out of your life that you feel the Holy Spirit is mm-hmm. saying, you need to get rid of this. Don't just leave it empty. Mm-hmm. Don't just leave it as That's wasted good. time or like empty time for your mind it'll to wander. Yeah. Fill it with the word of God mm-hmm. or time with the Lord. Right, because oh, yeah. it'll crash if you oh, don't. Yeah. So hold it back up. Yeah, that is so good. It's it's wild. Yeah, wow. I love it. How do we get here? This is awesome. Well, <laughs> well, let's. Um, I do want to transition a little bit. So, yeah, we will wrap. We will be wrapping up. <laughs> better promises <laughs> this weekend. It's funny. We're all like, well, well, then where do we go? So now we're going to talk about. I, I want us to transition to the House of Miracles so that we have time. And I want to invite a very special guest. That is this your first time on the podcast, Second. Greg? Second time on. Oh, I wasn't here the first yeah. time. It was a guy. Wasn't it a guys? All guys. It was your birthday. That's what it was. It's your birthday it today. No, Happy oh birthday. <laughs> this is how rumors get started. Greg Weaver, Hello, welcome. Junior. Wah, wah, wah. There's a senior. Um, welcome to the overflow. Thank you. Thank yes. You. Very happy to have you. So I wanted to invite Greg into this conversation because um, we're talking about House of Miracles. So um, a little backstory, or I guess a little, maybe even a preface. Um, Preface. This is, this is our series for the summer. So, um, 
literally forever ago. I mean, like five or six months. I, mm-hmm. It was before the new year. Like we kind of knew where we wanted to mm-hmm. head, I do yeah. believe. Um, so we knew that, you know, we were going to do that kingdom come for Easter. We knew that we were going to go into this old covenant, new covenant. Um, and then we knew we wanted to talk about stories. And so House of Miracles kind of came about where I think a few of us, like just in passing, mm-hmm. kept talking about these crazy, I remember one of the first ones that you told me, Alex, was like Jeff. Mm-hmm. Just this crazy encounter. And then I'm backstage and I'm talking to somebody and they're telling me this crazy encounter that they Steve. had with the Lord. It was Steve. Yeah. Um, this crazy, how he gave his life to the Lord. And um, and so it was just like back to back to back, all these different stories. And we were like, we got to do this. We got to yeah. start capturing these stories. And so um, I kind of wanted to get Greg's perspective on how all of the creative elements unfolded. So there's a lot going on. Essentially, the overview of this series is that over the course of nine weeks, it's the entire summer. So it starts the first week of June and it ends the last week of July. And um, the first week will be just kind of a setup. What is a miracle? We'll be talking about like, what does it actually mm-hmm. look like to have a miracle? Um, and then for the the following eight weeks after that, it is um, each sermon uh, we'll begin with a story that we've captured from different people within our church. Mm. And so it's just going to be really, it, it's, I'm going to tell you, it's going to be powerful because we've actually already heard the stories. Yeah. Um, so Greg, talk about like, and we can all kind of chime in cause we've mm-hmm. all been a part of this, but, um, how did all the different pieces come together? How are we sharing their stories? What happened there? Like talk a little bit. I'm just passing it to you. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. No, talk that's a great. Um, so really, I'll, I'll kind of start, this idea kind of came to, to us when um, we've always had like a desire to capture more people's stories. Yeah. Um, and then this was the time where, like you said, we were starting to hear these crazy stories and we're like, man, how do we how do we shoot these? And, and we never really started on the idea of shooting them all together yeah. like we ended up doing. But um, we just kind of started talking about, man, like all these stories and like not not creating a theme, but like, man, this would be a powerful, you know, series yeah. to take us through the summer. So um, we kind of played around with some ideas of some inspiration we saw of people like it was like them getting their haircuts or something and all sharing their story. Yeah. And that was the video. Yeah. So it was really yeah. cool. So um, <laughs> what, what yeah. was that? Was that? <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> Wait, we we're going to get everybody to get their haircuts at the same time. <laughs> no. No, 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 it, was, it was a show. Was it LeBron? Yeah, yeah it was yeah. A uninterrupted the shop. But we're more talking about the style of the way the film made. Right, right, we're right, talking right, about creative right. stuff, not, Nobody's yeah, getting yeah, yeah. Haircuts. We, not the content no. of what they're <laughs> yeah. talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we, we love the, the style of that. Um, and so we started talking about this idea of like, um, you know, like the church being, you know, a house of miracles. Mm-hmm. This is where um, miracles happen yeah. and people can share their stories and share their lives and, and other people can witness that and then start seeing miracles in their lives. Yeah. So so basically we, we kind of sat down, threw some ideas around and we landed on like, this would be amazing if we could go to, go to a house. Yeah. Um, and, and kind of set up a, a night to where, you know, if you're, if you have a group of people, the most natural places um, to to kind of spark conversation in life, it's going to be when you share a meal together yeah. and just hanging out in like a living room setting together. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's really how we formed, you know, what the shoot was going to be. So basically that when we shot that day, um, that was the first thing we did. We, everybody came in, um, they all shared a meal together and they started the conversations. And what was amazing about that, um, we actually prepped like Sally actually prepped a couple, you know, questions just to kind of facilitate the night if we mm-hmm. needed to. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if we, if they even like used any of them. They, they got to it, but it only started, after I came yeah. in, I was like, Hey, also there are questions, but right. they had already just started talking yeah. and mm-hmm. doing exactly what we had hoped that they would do It's starting to connect because a a part of that was we really only invited the participants who were sharing their stories. And most of them were, all of them are individuals except one couple is Mm -hmm. sharing their story together. Mm -hmm. So they really came in, most of them as strangers. They really Mm -hmm. didn't know each other Mm because we have like older men to younger women and like all these different things. Mm -hmm. And they may have never been in the same circle for any reason. Mm -hmm. And so to not be able to like, and everybody is married. Well. So to not be able to like bring your spouse to a dinner where you're going to be with a whole bunch of other people, it's definitely a little awkward. Usually like your spouse 
You yeah. talk together. You share stories of like your life together. So to come in as an individual, I was a little nervous of how yeah. like conversation would flow. But they you know did. what the the beauty of it was is th- that was that was church. Yeah. You know, and if you think of, look at Acts, we it's fellowship, it's worship, mm-hmm. and breaking of the bread, breaking of the bread, mm-hmm. and we we shared stories of how God changed our lives. Yeah, and it was like, man, this is this is church in its purest form. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, that was and it was an awesome house. By yeah, the way. yeah, and we. Cool. We pretty much filmed the whole from when they walked in those doors. Mm-hmm. We started filming, and it, it was amazing. Um, yeah, just you know, even if we don't use all of it or whatever, it was just amazing being able to capture um, really that whole night. Yeah, because um, you know they shared a meal together, and then we went into the living room, and like we even had a time of worship mm-hmm. um, before anybody started sharing their stories um, for for the video. Um, but yeah, it was powerful. And it then, really was. Then we all sat down in the living room and they just shared their stories. But yeah. what was amazing is like how it when you're when you're trying to plan a shoot and we don't do many video shoots like this. This is really our first one mm-hmm. up to this size. Mm-hmm. Um, you always think of like, man, what what if what if they don't know what to say or like we got to kind of you know egg them on or a little bit or whatever. But it was just very so natural. natural. It was very yeah. natural. Very yes. Natural. What what you know another thing that was super impactful was. It, it was hard for a lot of them to share. Now, a lot of them were fine and, and comfortable mm-hmm. with it. But when you got to some of those, like, stories where you could tell it, this was – all of them were life-changing, don't get me yeah. wrong. But this was like a moment in their life where they truly felt the presence of mm-hmm. the Lord. But that also makes you nervous to expose yourself mm-hmm. to, the, to what you used to do. I mean, who you were. And there were some nerves. Mm-hmm. There was some fear. But what I, my point is we – together prayed for one another and all that was lifted and it was just focused on mm-hmm. Christ and Christ alone. And uh, that power, that strength that we mentioned in first Colossians, mm-hmm. uh, first in Colossians allowed them to share mm-hmm. what God mm-hmm. wanted them to share. And that's what yeah. I think is going to be so important in the series itself. And so one of the elements of uh, this is like a, this is a super, in my mind, like just a really well-rounded series because we want something for like almost like every sense that Mm -hmm. you have like that there is something visual there's something um that's Mm -hmm. provoking your emotions there's something that empowers you to share your own story um because i think the beauty in this is that these are really hard some of them are very hard stories Mm -hmm. because their miracle moment was being lifted out of the darkest moment of their life or Mm -hmm. you know finding freedom from something that they never thought they'd find freedom from mm-hmm. or you know so a lot of them they are digging back into a really dark past that the lord has redeemed yeah and so they are hard stories but that is representative of what sits in our church every sunday mm-hmm. there's dark stuff that people either hope never comes to light maybe they haven't even surrendered it to the lord yet because they don't even know that it's possible well. for the lord to redeem them or rescue them out of something like that and um so the hope for me is that like when people hear these stories they're like dang that's, that's what, me. That, that's what yeah. that person went through. And the funny thing is, it, it wasn't on purpose. These are just because of people that we are close to in proximity and mm-hmm. we hear them talk a lot. So we've heard their stories. A lot of them are people that you may see on a stage on Sunday mm-hmm. or, you know, um, an elder, you know, mm-hmm. like all of these things. You're like, gosh, like, look what God has really done in their life. And is it possible for me? And so that's one of the elements is encouraging and empowering people to be able to step out of the uncomfortability and to be like, you don't have to hide that part of your story. Mm-hmm. It is, it's almost, it almost goes back to why did God allow sin? Because he's most glorified in a world that's fallen wow, because yeah. he rescued and redeemed it. Mm-hmm. God is most glorified in your story because it, you weren't where you were supposed to be. And that's okay because he took you to where you were supposed yep. to be. And that's where he's most glorified. And so yeah. how like the hope for me is that people find freedom to say here's where i was and by the grace of god here's where i am now mm-hmm. you know um and, so and yeah. there's the all the stories that were covered there's nine and i'm not yeah. gonna go i don't want to give everything away yeah. but it feels like every i mean in everything that we deal with mm-hmm. is at least covered yeah. right or at least the mm-hmm. the cause of what we deal yeah. with you know from different religions to mm-hmm. addictions to marriages mm-hmm. i mean everything mm-hmm. you, I I think a lot of people will be able to identify because some are really dark, but I do think about that for people who are like, I don't have some deep, dark past. I don't have deep, dark secrets or anything that like, I wasn't necessarily in the pit of despair. Sometimes I'll say this. Sometimes I think those are the most powerful stories Mm -hmm. because it is kind of cool to see somebody who actually may feel like, uh, you know, I've had 
resources growing up, like money. I didn't really go through anything too crazy. I didn't have a crazy addiction, but I still know that I'm not perfect and I need a savior. Mm -hmm. That's powerful sometimes to me. Like, you know, like your story is your story. Yeah. 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 Don't think you don't have a powerful story just because it's not like some that you might hear. This this it's not tragic. Yeah, no, that that's that's you know. not a test. The testimony is what the Lord did, exactly. not what you did, exactly. what you've been through. So mm. I'm excited for all that. So one of the one of the cool elements that we'll have is like a photo booth opportunity. Throughout oh yeah, we got, we got a box. We got a box. We got a box. It's gonna look awesome. Um, but we wanted to have something so that as you are listening to these stories, if you feel so compelled, if you feel led by the Holy Spirit mm. to that now is the time to share your story, it kind of gives you a cool photo to share mm -hmm. and that you take this photo and this awesome looking photo booth. It looks oh so my nice. God. <laughs> <laughs> you take a photo, but you share. And because this is, this is, um, you know, I, I've, throughout this whole thing, this is the thing that keeps echoing in my mind is that we overcome by the blood of the lamb yeah. and the word of our testimony. This Amen. is it because in a world where uh, we kind of talked about this last week, I think, where somebody's like, no, show me chapter and verse what the Bible says about this. And they can tear it apart. Well, it didn't really mean that. Well, it's been, mm. you know, people that have their arguments against the word of God. Well, it was written by man. It was blah, blah, blah. It has like people who think it finds fault. You know what they cannot take away from you is your story. They Ooh. cannot, they cannot no. tell you that, no, God didn't do that in your life. They can't tell you that. No. And no. so that's why it's so important that people that's the, feel empowered. That's the beauty of, that's um, Way to go. That's the beauty of the title of this series. Yeah. It's not. I was going to ask who came up with this. Sorry, go ahead. We were in a meeting. It, Wait, right? no, I, I interrupted no, you. Go ahead. Don't, don't lose your thought. <laughs> no, I don't want. No, you're good. Um, it's just, it, it's not a house of a miracle. Exactly. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? And the greatest miracle of all time, yes, it is salvation yes. and redemption. Yes. Like, you know, don't get it twisted, uh -huh. y'all. But the, the, yet again, the wonder, the beauty is that these are miracles and they're going to continue to happen. Mm -hmm. um, because like I said, week one, we will dig in a little bit. Well, what is a miracle? Um, yeah. Because sometimes we get um, in our sometimes hyper-spirituality, yeah. we want to box that and thinking, well, do they even exist today? Is it a physical healing? Mm -hmm. Is it, you know, what is this? You know, yeah. truth is a miracle is a lot of different yes. things, you know? And so um, going back to that box that, you know, we will have, um, these nine stories, that's just, man, a, you know, a, something so small yeah. compared to how much yes. miracles are, you know, and that's why even these nine people, we're going to have them on the podcast because we want to go even deeper on yes. like, because there's way more miracles that have happened, well, you know? That, you know, even talking to the participants, it was like, we went to them with the miracle we had already heard about. And we did have to say, this is the miracle we wanted to talk to you yeah. about. We know that God has done a million miracles in your life. Mm -hmm. We know that. Like, yep. he does it for all of us. And so that's why we'll have a specific thing that they're going to talk about. But again, I'm glad you're saying that, Alex, that we'll have them on the podcast. Yep. And to go along with that, I, that is another hope for me, is that people, and it was something that you had said, Greg, it also sparked, I hope that when people are watching this, that they're, their eyes are open to the miracles that have happened. Because yeah. I think some people may think it was just a coincidence or they may not even be thinking of a thing that happened and it's going to spark to them, oh my gosh, that wow. was simple, but it was a miracle. Yeah. It, because that, yeah. you know, and I think about, so one of the people sharing is my husband. And so um, his story, it does carry a lot of darkness and, you know, things that happened. But I love that his miracle was not just one of these like overnight things. Mm hmm his miracle was a process. The fact that the Lord would be long suffering with him, that mm -hmm. the Lord would take him through a process and that over a process of like three years, he would find complete healing from a mm -hmm. stronghold. Mm -hmm. That is a miracle. Wow. And so it's not just the, sometimes it will happen. It was an overnight thing. This You made this decision, you put it down, you never did it again. You never look back, that kind of thing. Sometimes it is a process. He said one of his miracles, and this is what you know sticks out to me too, he said that one of his miracles is the fact that he's even still a Christian. Mm -hmm. The fact that he's even still a believer. How many would, how many people would be able to pause and say that the mm -hmm. fact that no matter what, like, looking at everything I've been through in my life, that I'm still a believer. So that's another hope that through the series, your spiritual eyes are open to, yeah. Oh my gosh, that was actually a miracle of yeah, God. That is our desire yeah. is for us to reveal into people who may be, deaf or blind to things mm -hmm. to to see oh my gosh even the breath in my lungs right now yes you know the fact that every morning there is new grace and mercy mm -hmm. that's a miracle within mm -hmm. itself yes. and not to be cynical to think that 
oh gosh, you're one of those guys, you know, just even the breath. It's like, no, it's is this is so profound. This is yes. a huge blessing because it speaks of his goodness. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, everything, everything, and like literally everything yes. is everything. Uh, is a miracle around us. Yeah. And if we can just uh, learn to have the the gratefulness, the gratitude to just look around and be like, man, you have breath in your lungs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And even in your suffering, there is this paradox of like um, his goodness even w- wrapped in there. It's yeah. like, how is that even possible? Is yeah. that a twisted version of the Lord? No. Yeah. No, like this is his just, it's just as good. Well, yeah. that and and we hope that it inspires people to share, yeah. you know, right. like yeah. that. that's one of the main goals too is mm-hmm. we do have a story. And I don't, I mean, I guess since that night, it's just been on my, my yeah. mind too is like, and you say it is it is that serious mm-hmm. and it is that deep and if you think about it everything that you've gone to in your life has pointed to a specific mm-hmm. reason and purpose which is wow. to glorify God but how do you do that mm-hmm. with the words you say to other people yeah. mm. sharing your story yeah well, it's I, the, detailed it's very detailed yeah I like um so this is like based on well House of Miracles is a song and that's like what we'll do as well like I'm pretty sure we're gonna cover that song but one of the one of the versions that we had listened to before um it's honestly like a beautiful youtube video who is it that's singing when they're on top of uh, michael jackson no, no it was uh church home yes oh. okay church home yeah they did. you could see my confusion i uh, no, i couldn't um <laughs> so they're like on top of a roof and it's just like this beautiful setting um and then one of the things that the guy is singing is i am a house of miracles and mm-hmm. so like it it Yes, this church home is a house of miracles. This house yep. is a house of miracles because we're all here and we all have stories. But I love, he just keeps saying, I am a house of miracles. And that that's true for your mm-hmm. own life. Like everything that the Lord is doing in your life, it makes well, you, you're a house of the Holy Spirit. I see what you did there. You tied it back into Sunday because it's very true that we are the temple now. Yeah, we are the temple now. We are. And don't you know yourselves that you are God's sanctuary? Yes. And that the Spirit of God lives in you. Exactly. First Corinthians three sixteen. Exactly. So I'm excited. (laughs) Right, it's hilarious, yo. It's like Uh, parallel, parallel. (laughs) How can we tie this back? (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so that's kind of what's going on. So again, they'll be on the podcast all throughout the summer. That's why we're going to take a two week break. Um, We're just going to be gearing up for the summer because typically we take off during the summer. Wait, say that again because I I don't want people to miss that. Like the stories that you're hearing on Sunday Mm -hmm. will then be followed up by a podcast, which is I don't. Can I say it's a video podcast in case it doesn't happen? No, don't say it. Okay, well, it, it might happen. it might be, but you never know. <laughs> anyway, the our point goal, is like we'll be a surprise. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll, oh. we'll see if it works. Out. You can edit that out. No, but <laughs> but uh, we can only share what, a small portion of this on a Sunday. Yeah. But um, they're going to be on yeah. the podcast to go a lot deeper in. So that's really exciting. Yeah, it's because mm-hmm. we want you to have full context of their stories and things, and th- we want them to be able to share that. And I mean, gosh, again, like half of these, most of these podcasts are over an hour, and we want to give them the opportunity yeah. to share more. More, more of the context of their stories because you know, oh my gosh, if anybody, I just felt bad because we were like, hey, can y'all on these videos <laughs> share your story in five to seven minutes? Yeah. And you're like, are you asking me to condense the biggest moment of my <laughs> life to five mm-hmm. to seven minutes? And so that's why we wanted to give them an outlet. Like, so you'll even hear a few of them. They'll say, listen to this on the podcast because there are things that they'll want to go into. And mm-hmm. we really wanted to give them that yeah. that freedom to do that. Um, so that's, that's pretty much throughout the whole summer. Well, so that'll yeah. start... Um, that uh, their videos will air on Sunday, starting on a Sunday. And so when you see their video on Sunday, their podcast episode will be released the following Thursday. Mm. So it'll kind of follow that. Can, I say, can I say one thing? Please. So uh, I think there's like a spiritual responsibility too mm-hmm. for the people that are listening. Um, this series will spark a lot of um, reconciliation, confession, mm-hmm. repentance, healing, mm-hmm. like, just because of the nature that when you talk about real things, mm-hmm. not a fake version of something else, mm-hmm. when you start talking about real things and, and real spiritual things, there's something that happens in the room that's going to shift and people's hearts are not going to have guilt and shame, but they're going to have Holy Spirit conviction yes. where it's going to say, we need to fix that. Yes. And so there's a spiritual responsibility for us, for people who's listening, like, please be in prayer. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and not only for others, but for yourself. Like, yes. you know, a lot of times we we neglect ourselves because we think, oh, we're okay. We'll be all right. right. No, no, no. Like, man, take this man serious, even mm-hmm. for to look into our own hearts, you know, our own our spiritual beings, because, um, you know, when we shot this, um, 
we had a meeting before with everybody and there's real spiritual warfare mm -hmm. that takes place because mm -hmm. the enemy does not want people to, to experience true freedom, yeah. you know, to experience yes. true deliverance, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so I, I, I'm just, a, this is more of a, how a would charge. you call it? A charge, yes. you know, like um, for if you call yourself a believer, if you call yourself part of New River Church, like this is your home, this is your family, mm -hmm. um, man, there's going to be so much goodness if we all partner up in prayer mm -hmm. and, you know, so that people's lives will be genuinely just shifted and like so how do you take like a sentence and make it so profound and deep how do you do this I You're love, so good I love this Alex because you are taking what could easily be tradition and that's showing up on mm -hmm. a church at church on yeah. a Sunday and listening to a story this is where we're talking about better promises that we were not, just, uh, this is why everything builds on each other. So we did the Easter series and we talked about, okay, so this is what Jesus did for us. Mm -hmm. The mm. old covenant, new covenant. What was he actually, what was wow. actually taking place when he was, did this for us? The promises, so yeah. now we have the Holy Spirit and it's not just that like in the old covenant, we get forgiven for our sins. We actually do have power through the Holy Spirit. It is wow. a miracle that we actually can overcome these things. Mm -hmm. So don't let this series pass and not be in prayer and then taking next steps when you hear a story, when you feel a, a holy, sweet conviction of mm -hmm. like, I actually, my marriage could actually heal if I would confess this yeah. and get this out in the open Dang. and to start. Yeah. Like this can really be, this is where we take tradition and turn it into a heart matter that mm. I'm actually engaging with what I'm learning about on a Sunday. I love that. Oh my gosh. You're like matching it with the spirit. That yeah. it's not just... You know, again, this is yeah. Church. This is not a, like just for people to hear too. Like we are not a church that tries to just have topical things. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the Holy Spirit genuinely dropped this um, uh, this se this sequence of yeah. things, this series on us, and it for for a lot of us, it could have like just gotten over our heads. Like, like oh man, we got these like little mm -hmm. things happening, and now we got this series called House of Mirrors. But like the Holy Spirit was just like. This is the direction I want mm -hmm. this church to go towards. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing so much beautiful fruit from it. Yeah. Where we're like, wow, it's like his stamp is just on his foot, his fingerprints on everything. Yeah. And so because of that, please don't miss that, like that yeah. wave. Man, that is so good. It's like, I don't know if this is true, but it's like we've given enough doctrine, knowledge, and information. Now it's, let's put that into action in your mm -hmm. own life through oh, yes. your confession, really repentance. Is. And yeah. and not just, yeah, not just coming to church on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. Use it in your life. You know, to glorify Christ, but also bring you closer to Him, mm -hmm. reveal, allowing Him to reveal Himself to you. Yeah, for sure. I'm very excited. I will, the last thing I want to say about House of Miracles is this was one of the things that I I was just encouraged by and really challenged by after that night. And I'm telling you, I, there are not enough words to tell you how mm -hmm. special that night was. And um, mm -hmm. it was one of those things. A lot of people said like. I wish everybody. I wish everybody could have been here. I wish you could have seen it and experienced it. We enjoy. We um, participated in genuine worship together. We prayed for one another. We supported each other in their stories. We shared a meal together, and so I texted the group this the the group of participants afterwards that that should be a that's just a model mm. and we can create our own houses of miracles within your own home and that's what we you know me and my husband we took it away we want to do that in our home this summer mm -hmm. like have people in our house talk about what the lord has done and it also has freed me up in a lot of ways because i do i'm one of those people i get nervous when i think about even having friends over that just don't believe the same things that we believe gosh what if they ask me biblical questions that i can't answer what if they ask me the hard questions that i just don't have the answers to and it has been such an encouragement to even my own faith to mm -hmm. just say if even if i don't have all the biblical answers i know what god's done in my life yep. and no one can take that from me and i can just share that and who knows how that oh, touches wow. somebody. That's and it. So That's the point. That, my hope is that through this series, not only do people find, like you're talking about, Alex, freedom, healing, that they learn to value things like confession because it does get the junk out and it allows you to move forward in what God has for you, that not only would they do that, but it would be, I want to create these spaces in my life too. I want to have people around my dinner table and I want to talk about what the Lord has done and how good he's been to me and, you know, do what we're supposed to do as the church, mm, you I know? That. So that's kind of, that, that is what I hope other people take away. And how cool would it be? Just, I'd love to see like a, 
one of those like overhead maps where it has like location things pop up. How many people in their homes right now are, are like, mm-hmm. you know, over the summer are actually meeting and making this stuff happen, you know, yeah. just like having yeah. people around their dinner table and um, think about all of like Wiley, like just people doing what we're supposed to be doing. We can require is, everyone to have Life 360. <laughs> just Bro. It's now a requirement. Uh, do not put that on my phone. It's part, of, it's part of membership. Yeah, <laughs> they find me at Chick Fil A a lot. Yeah, that, a lot yeah. guys, like. <laughs> Man, uh, that's good. so when does it start? This uh, so this series starts June fifth. Again, that's an intro message on what is a miracle. The stories yeah, exactly. begin the following week, which is June twelfth, and it goes through the thirty first. Yeah. So of July. Of July. Yeah. Yeah. Whole summer. Yeah. All yep. summer long. It's going. We're be trying to set really you up good. for August, so you can go into your workplace or schools and. And you start be the church. <laughs> yeah. Bring That's miracles, exactly yeah. it. That's exactly it. Yep. Um, Greg, thank you for all your hard work. Listen, whatever you're going to see throughout the summer, Greg's hand touched it, and like oh, literally, uh, not literally. summer, uh, the whole thing. All of life in New River. I'm gonna, I'm gonna add a nugget here. So Chick Fil A nugget? No, the 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 uh, unintentionality of creativity, mm-hmm. but seeing the stamp of like the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I texted him during Sunday's message. I think you're right. Yeah. And I said, bro. And he's like, what's up? And I was like, <laughs> it's I how said, our text start. say what? So it's usually how our text yeah. starts. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't think you realize, but our Better Promises series graphic, it says Better Promises, right? The picture he used was these two ladies. Mm-hmm. And one of the ladies is my wife. <gasps> I didn't realize it was. Like- Her name biblically means God's promise. <laughs> so Liz? Yeah. So I was like, dude, the, I mean, you don't, you didn't know that. Uh-huh. You used a, in a, a creative, beautiful picture. But it's amazing how the Holy Spirit's like, ha ha. Like, yeah. yeah. I have my stamp in oh, everything, so awesome. you know? And yeah. so it's just a, a symbolic spiritual thing, mm-hmm. you know, that I was like, I don't know. That's like, Greg's in alignment. And that's why every graphic in our church is just amazing. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. That is so good. So. And that is a, that that's a biblical principle yep. too. We Greg thinks he's like okay. I'm just gonna make this awesome graphic, whatever. <laughs> the Holy Spirit multiplies oh, yeah. its meaning. It's you know all that kind of stuff. It's so yeah. cool. Um, okay, well guys, this was great. Thank you again, Greg, for yeah. hopping on Thanks here for, for a second, me. sharing the vision. Yeah. House of Miracles starts uh, in June, so two week break. So uh, I don't know. Go find other good podcasts yeah. to listen to. Fill your mind up. Um, good holy things. Uh, I'm not going to say that. Make sure you go listen to that podcast. Um, Anyway, okay. Thank you all. And we will see you back here when we begin. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, my. Just kidding. Bye, Sally. Okay, bye. Peace out. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Overflow Podcast of New River Church, where we seek to provide authentic, practical, biblical encouragement beyond Sunday services. We hope you enjoyed this conversation. And if you'd like to learn more about New River, please visit us online at newriver.church or join us in person on Sunday mornings at 9.15 and 11.15 a.m. We'll talk to you next week, same time, same place. May God cover you with his goodness and grace and may Jesus always be enough.